Welcome to season five of the podcast, episode one. And I don't know, we're getting up there with Lost, I think. How many seasons were they? Okay, we're making too many. Yeah, too many. Okay, well, we're lost. We got too many. We actually got to five. And well, maybe, well, with a podcast, you can never have too many. So we're yeah. we're, exactly. we're good yeah. on that front. Um, unlike yeah, seasons where I think they should stop at two or three. Yeah, especially when the story starts uh, to something else. What's annoying is, like, recently there's been a lot of shows cancelled early. You really yeah. start getting into a show where suddenly you realise there's no more seasons, and, but it never finished. It's never like, coming back. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. It's, 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 it's gutting because they come part of your life. <laughs> I guess that's why sometimes it's, it's nice to watch stuff that's in books that's been written that has to end. So if you've read the yeah, book, you know or, it has to end. Or go back and watch something from that you know's got mm-hmm. five seasons, millions of seasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you can just watch it because I only really watch. I actually only ever watch TV in the evening. Um, otherwise, I do have it on during the day, but just as background noise. Yeah. So I might it So yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's the beauty of podcasts. We'll never leave you hanging. COVID will not stop us recording. As <laughs> long as there's Zoom and internet. As long as there's Zoom and internet, we are good. <laughs> so this episode is just the three of us. Uh, we're going to have a general catch up as, yeah, it's been about a, a month, I think, since we ended yeah, three, four season, season four. And uh, since that time, Leon's been injured. Andy has become the wolf of Wall Street. Um, I'm taking anabolics. I mean, a lot's going on. So, be like, no, I'm, I'm not. That's I'm not. Why. No. <laughs> if you count creatine as anabolic, um, but yeah, Andy, tell us what's going on in your training, in your nutrition. Yeah, so I'm still bulking, like. Yeah, weight-wise, I'm like, uh, well, yeah, well, the condition, the heaviest I've been, I've been heavier, but, yeah, so I'm sitting around, what, about this morning, nearly 209 pounds. Nice. Relatively lean for me. Like, you know, I, I hold weight, I hold fat asymmetrically, so at my shoulders, chest, upper back, you know, most parts of my body are really lean, and then, you know, my lower abs look like, you know, we're covered in some sort of woolly coat. Um, but that's okay, you know. Um, but we are going to be starting prep soon. Yeah. Prep, so how, many, how many weeks? How many weeks prep? We, we, uh, are you so we've got two more weeks. I think third week of May. Wow. Yeah. Checking the day. You're aiming for? Um, we'll start prep for October. So the aim is to come in early. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Come in early. Pick up maybe any other shows if I'm in nice and early, or if I don't, you know, if we're still trying to push it, at least we've got a long time to to go. So you know, we could do some mock peak weeks. We can have a little play around, refills and stuff. So pretty happy with where I am at the moment. You know, I'm, you know, I'm in a pretty good place to start prep. Mm. Um, you know, everything, you know, just taking the boxes. My life is pretty much as always, same meals, just like food's right up at the moment. Yeah. I could grow, and I do grow on pretty much anything 
run a three thousand, you know, late two thousands to three thousand calories. I'll grow. Yeah. At the moment, I'm about three and a half thousand um, for the next couple of weeks. So. That's a decent amount of of calories. Yeah. yeah. And he has frozen. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be back yeah. soon. But um. Looking at oh you're oh, back. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you froze to me. I was like, hey, oh, well, no. there's an iPhone. That, yeah, that's your job. It's yeah. just saying, um, or about to say, like from the photos that you post on your stories, that you've really grown. Yeah, it, you're like it's so noticeable. The off season yeah. has been good. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is like we've we've had to really reduce back volume <laughs> because my back grows a lot quicker than yeah. the front. Yeah. yeah. So we're now trying to put more effort into building the chest out, mm-hmm. shoulders, shoulders, right, um, yeah. building the chest. You know, I've got, where my insertions are on my chest, I've got quite a, a short but thick chest. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we just got to make it thicker so it doesn't look smaller. Yeah. Which means I've got, my chest looks better in like a side shot than it does a front on right. shot. But I'm okay, you know, you, you can only play with that with cards you're dealt. So, Like, 
you know, when people don't realise, it's like, yes, once you cut fat away, you are going to reduce that muscle volume a little bit. So it's just trying to you know, minimise that muscle loss to see what's actually left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something I've been talking to because, yeah, I've got my new clients on board and they're all like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, calories are relatively high. I was like, yeah, because, well, you've been probably under eating a lot. What, what the game is, the game is a weight loss. We're not in the game of weight loss, we're in the game of body recomposition, in the game of giving you your best body. And a big part of that is trying to, as you lose weight, maintain that muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any muscle you do have, just try to maintain that as much as possible. So when you lose the body fat, your body actually looks like it does train and does exercise. So, yeah. you know, and that's the same with everyone. You know, and it's even more so, that is the name of the game when doing comp prep. Yep. You know, you know, great. I've seen guys who look brilliant in the off-season. When they hit stage, they're like a shadow of themselves. Because yeah. they've probably given themselves too short a window to get ready for. They've run themselves flat into a show and just can't refill. Yeah, over diet, over cardio. Yeah. So that's why the longer the prep you can have, it's probably better. Because then you can minimise running in flat. You've got enough time to refill and get a bit more volume back to the muscles if you need it. You know, you can put calories slightly to maintenance for a spell, you know. Yeah, I think I would. I'd prefer doing that a longer one, and then have time yeah. to come to maintenance, so that you're not freaking out. Yeah. But I guess it is so tempting to do that if you're coaching yourself to just overdo it because you're scared that you I, won't. I think like people are scared of starting prep too early because they worry that they haven't made enough gains in their off season. But if you've had a properly, this is a problem. A lot of people don't have coaches in the off season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't have a structured off season. I was having a conversation with someone the other day, um, female competitor, and I said, uh, yeah, you need, before you get on stage, everyone needs a structured off season. Yeah. Without that, it doesn't matter if you've got a coach and prep or not. If you haven't done the work in the off season under control, you know, come the, come the, when you start prepping yourself, you know, you're starting from a position of being disadvantaged. Unless you've had a really good, like, you've really managed your off-season properly, a lot of people just, you know, eat what they want, well, they do just, what they, they want. They just wing it yeah. and think that you yeah. don't need the structure, and that's, you really and, do. And, to... then we, and the thing is, then you start prepping on the back foot, and then a lot of people leave it late because mm-hmm. they enjoy that unstructured off season so we give themselves mm. like 12 weeks i see people try to do it in eight weeks yeah, and yeah. you know you just kind of throw yourself off a cliff a little bit but yeah. now the thing is with that eight to 12 weeks it'll be from eating yeah, four thousand calories maybe half is crap the next day they go to one hour cardio and eating 1500 calories and most people you'll notice do that it's like Prep is just cut food, lose weight, do cardio. No one cares. And they forget it's, at the end of the day, it's bodybuilding. It's not who weighs yes. the least on stage. Yeah. Or... That's actually the off-season, why the off-season is the most important part of that, because it is um, bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. So you've got to build your body. Prep is about maintaining what you build, you've built. <laughs> moving your fat, you know. Um, and people forget this, you know, so the off-season is actually should be the hardest part of anything. And that's because, you know, it should be quite regimented and, you know, control the amount of food you take in and 
increase the amount of food over a period. So you can start prepping a good position to come come down. Um, and that's kind of you know why you know I've got high calories at the moment. Come when I start prep, we only have to take off a little bit to start seeing me lose weight. Yeah. And then I'll probably finish prep probably not too far under two thousand calories. I don't I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I've had seventeen hundred yeah. before, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. Anything over two thousand, yeah. But uh, I think that's that's where people get comp prep wrong. And even the pros nowadays have longer preps than they used to. Mm-hmm. And they have all the anabolic assistance of you yeah. know things like you know clenbuterol, T3, Tren, yeah. all this stuff. And they still know, go long. <laughs> where, and they still do it longer than twelve weeks, you know. Yeah. So. No, it's it's anyway. it's interesting, and um, oh, and he's frozen. <laughs> uh, I with my client. Oh, you're back. As I was saying, with my clients, I have I always tell them, you know, you, none of them are bodybuilders, but I use bodybuilders as uh, an analogy in that, you know, the off season, the maintenance is so important. You know, taking time, you know minimum three months to you know build your calories up because i'd say 90 percent of people come are under eating intentionally or not and like you say it is the most important period you know and that is when you need a coach because mentally it's very hard uh because you you just you're, you're seemingly going away from what you want but it is yeah very yeah I think people underestimate how much protein they should be having. Yeah. <laughs> people have their own yeah. devices. So when you give them a training plan, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to hit the protein targets. Where you're like, well, yeah, because you've been under eating protein for so long. Yeah. And as you get older, you have to do a post on this. Yeah. You need a bit more protein. So, you know, and more, the harder you train, the more protein you need. So, yeah. So, you know, the big thing is if you don't structure, like the muscle building phase properly, people will just be under eating mm-hmm. by instinct. When you've had years of under eating or years of not having enough protein, you know, it always, you know, it's hard to get those sort of natural abilities of getting enough, you know? It's really, really hard. Protein is, everyone struggles with that. And oh, yeah. uh, I don't know, I... <laughs> I never have, but uh, I think it's, you've just got to make sure, like you say, you're regimented and you're getting it in every single meal. Because if you miss out, like, because a lot of people will just have a carby breakfast. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, just make sure at every meal you're getting in a decent amount of protein and you won't get to the end of the day with 100 grams of protein left to eat. Um, but it does take planning, um, but it is very, very doable. Uh, as I've said to some new clients, is like initially I always try to I I overconsume protein, right? But that's because I have meat in every meal across the day. I have the same meals across yeah. the day, but and I don't mind overconsuming protein because I'd rather overconsume protein and be less than everything else. Mm-hmm. But what I say to a lot of new clients is, whey protein is going to have to become your friend. To try to squeeze in maybe an extra two meals, you know, get a bit more protein in pre-training and post-training. Yeah. You know, and I think that's 
you know, hearing what people have before we go to the gyms, you know, I always laugh and go, well, you expect to work out after consuming only that, that little calorie. There's no real value to your body, you know. So, as I say, you know, to all of them, bump your carbs up before training, put a bit of protein in there, after training, have a similar meal with lots of protein in, you know. Easy. And then, you know, you structure your, if you structure your day around your training window, then it's relatively easy, you know, like adding, where do I need to add something else in? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, make a bit more protein in the breakfast, a little bit, maybe a little bit more protein in the evening, but like, I know if you have actual training window, the required amounts, and I think if you can do that, you're winning. Yeah. But also... It does take time to perfect these things. I've been saying this a lot to people recently. It's progress over perfection. Yep. No one, if you've been years of doing something, people can't just expect you to be perfect out the gate. Yeah. And you shouldn't expect yourself to be perfect. No. Part of the progress is trying to get those macros right over the first few weeks of a training program. Then once you hear continue those a couple more weeks, three more weeks, and then maybe we'll you know, change them a bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think people do again it's that kind of all or nothing. They're like, Oh, I've got to hit everything to a T and you're like, yeah, it's like no. We don't always hit it to a T. You know, it takes time to find out how things fit into your lifestyle. Yeah. Um, you know, whether you know, like just getting used to eating that much protein, you know, maybe you're someone who likes carbs at night, maybe you're someone who doesn't, you know, if you've got kids, you know, just you know, Trying to figure it all out takes, it really does take time. But, um, yeah. you know, tracking macros and calories can be daunting at first. You're like, I'll never get the hang of it. But, you know, after a month, I say you're, it almost becomes your sort of second nature. And it's actually. Well, consistency yeah. is what will, and I always say this consistency may seem boring having the same meals. Yeah. But actually, it just takes out the headache of trying to balance things daily. I'll eat the same meals purely for that reason. Because I know that here's my macros. Yeah. So it takes out that headache. Yes, I could have variety, and sometimes I do. Like on a Sunday, maybe I'll make a roast dinner. Then mm. in that, on Sunday morning, I'm restructuring my, my fitness pal around that meal. Yeah. What, what do I need to do with these other meals to yeah. make that work? Yeah, no, and I, I think it's like we have the same meals. Maybe not in exactly the same order every day, but you know, yeah. same, same, and it makes it easy because you can just save your meals on my fitness pal, yeah. and it's just really quick to to um, input everything. And it I don't often see. Mm-hmm. I start. Uh, yeah, I will start getting prep, but I've stopped inputting daily on my fitness pal because you know what you're so eating. When yeah. my macros change, I'll yeah. do a couple of days where I'm like, okay, that is my macro, so I've just got to make sure I've. Instead of 200 grams of rice, 250 grams of rice to that meal. Yeah, meal. same. Bit more, bit more carbs around the training yeah. window. Yeah. I would input the first day, find out what the macros, calories are, and then I'll, I'll wait for the next uh, change. change. Yeah. 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 And then it, it's it's like clear, say, it reaches a point, it's the same thing, same measurements, same sort of time you're eating, yeah. and unless maybe over the weekend you have something different, it it's, it's just the same and yeah yeah, pe- yeah. people think like tracking macros is rocket science oh, yeah. it, re- <laughs> it really isn't rocket science at all and like when when you if you are someone who does eat the same things like you know Andy and Neil say you just 
You don't even have to input it, you know, because you know what you're eating. And, it, and it's easy. And it really is. And then it makes, uh, like, eyeballing food just becomes almost a, a talent. <laughs> you, you know yeah. how Yeah, if you eat the same food every day, you know roughly... <laughs> Yeah, what that plate except, of food should look like. Except peanut butter. That one is... Uh, <laughs> no, you did a reel on it. Like, you can't ever... Okay, peanut butter, oats. peanut butter. <laughs> I find oats quite hard to eyeball. Yeah. Peanut. There's a you few things. Chocolate. Carb powder. What powder? Carb X powder. Oh. Because oh. yeah. a scoop... A it's scoop, huge. Yeah, you know, it's maybe 25 grams a serving. Yeah. But a scoop's... 30 grams for some reason. I know, that's really bizarre. And every time you do it, you're like, hang on. <laughs> then you take a little bit out, and you're like... Yeah, so... That, yeah, no cock. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some foods you, you just have to be honest, like... Yeah, PB. No, you gotta weigh that. For me, peanut butter, and you know, I'd easily do a hundred a day and well, call I, it thirty. You know, like people who are like, I'll have a tablespoon. And you're like, there's a tablespoon, and then there's a tablespoon. Yeah. You know, there's like hungry tablespoon. <laughs> yeah, where you're, you're dying for that. You're like, that's yeah. a tablespoon. <laughs> and that's actually where you know, if you are in a deficit, that can make or break it mm -hmm. because those high, highly calorie dense foods. You know, if you go over, yeah, that that's gram. a couple of hundred calories. <laughs> what well, could be a couple of hundred calories. And that's why it really is, there's a little tip here, to, to weigh it from the jar because then it takes into account everything yeah. on your spoon. Because you can have like, I would say like 10 grams on your spoon, you know, and then you just lick that. Like, oh, that doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, that's peanut butter. There's no <laughs> like, way that's you're... Calories. <laughs> there's no way you're going to say I had a spoon now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing though. It's like... And this is what people, as I tell people this a lot, when you're not being mindful, you're not tracking things. Things like sauces, spreads, mm -hmm. anything like that, like ketchup. What is a tablespoon of ketchup? What is a, you know, you're better off doing it in weight and just finding out, you know, yeah. your cap of whatever Those to are... your plate. You know, it's like, you know, gravy and things like that. Yeah. I'm going to make some gravy. You're following instructions on that. Yeah. That is matching their calories, great. But then you get a big ladle. Yeah. Instead of, uh, you know, it's yeah. like, well, how much was that? Mm. They're, it's different every time. Yeah. Those foods, I say, every for a serving, everyone has a different idea for what a serving of ketchup or peanut butter or gravy is. And you'll never have the same. Unless you sort of measure it or portion it out, it'll always be different for everyone else. Yeah, it <laughs> will. Oh, well, Leon's had a hard time recently. His his glutes are just too big and strong. Yes, tell us. Yeah, so tell us about your yeah, poor, no, poor old glutes. Well, the physio was so impressed with his glutes. I mean, <laughs> he's got a nice butt. Yeah. And he doesn't do anything to make it grow. It's I've just show, not show winning glutes. Show winning glutes. Well, you yeah. <laughs> yeah, she. Um, well, well, at least take us they, to the take us to the they beginning. They match of the your... hamstring, so it's I'm I'm good with that. So, but yeah, it's uh, where do I start? Yeah, um, when was it? A few two weeks ago, I think Ooh, I was playing. I was done with work, so I was playing. Well, you just had a deload. Yes, I'd had a deload, so I was back in the first. Uh, it's a new phase of trading, so it was my first rotation. So, first week, first leg workout. I'd he was very legs. excited. Oh yeah, I, I I enjoyed. So like did split squats. Oh yeah, very very heavy, but well, I, I'm not sure if that's the cause of the problem. But 
happened Thursday. Then Friday afternoon, I was sitting, just uh, playing on the phone with Zuli. And then uh, I think Clea was do, uh, cooking or something, as always. <laughs> but yeah, I stood up and took like three steps and my glute just went on fire. And I couldn't move, so I took another step and it gets worse. And Clea thought I was joking and I'm like, man, my glute is... Well, he is quite dramatic, yeah, so like... I had to check. <laughs> I'm like, I can't move. So I had when I sat down, it felt amazing. I stand up, same thing. So tried painkillers, nothing. Brufen, Panadol, nothing. It was so weird because it was... Yeah, like in the afternoon, it wasn't like day and a muscular. half. Yeah. It, it wasn't nervy. It was just hot, like really... Like you, I could feel the heat coming off. Yeah. Like yeah, like, yeah. And I couldn't walk, so I scheduled. A, well, I did Feldenkrais first the next day, and it cooled down for about an hour or so, an hour or two. Then came back, so that's when we decided maybe physio is good, so I booked a physio. Following week, went to the physio, and uh, she did the assessment. So this is Eileen. She's yeah, amazing. She's, she's worked with the English rugby team and cricket cricket team. She oh. works with the Kenya Sevens. Yeah, she's, so she's 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 worked with a lot of athletes. Yeah, she was in same school as JP Loughborough. So I know yeah. it's a very amazing sports exercise science school. Oh, sorry, but yeah, she. Did the assessments and then she came up with uh, two. It could either be the glute bursa, so bursitis, inflammation of the yeah, bursa on the. Didn't know there were bursa in the glutes. I've heard of hip no, and, I and shoulder I knew, bursa. I knew because I've had the problem in my elbow. So yeah. I know about and, my elbow yeah. ones, and I know about things on my you know, other joints. Yeah, but really? now this is like muscle, muscle. It's so not tell us what joint. a bursa is. I don't think most people will know what that is. <sighs> Bursas are. What do you call them? Elements or they're like, um, uh, how do I say? They're really like the elements. shock absorbers. Yeah, they really look like little in between most capsules, joints. Yeah. shock absorber capsules. And they've got fluid in them. Mm. And yeah. So what happens when something inflames, those bursts release a lot of fluid around the jo- an injured area, joint as well. Yeah. So it's like, a, you know, they have two, two jobs. So it's, yeah, it controls, you know, like, Friction between joints, most so yeah. shoulders, elbows, uh, knees. Glutes. Weirdly enough, the glute one is in between muscle, so it's not really even on the pelvis or yeah, hip. It's so. Interesting. It's a really yeah. interesting one. Yeah. That's why when uh, physio checked it, she said she'd only dealt with one before. So this was like a number rugby two. player with big yeah. glutes. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> the bursa on the glute is under the glute medius. And it, uh, she, uh, we, well, she came up with a conclusion that it, it had uh, inflamed. So any movement, the glute med would push on the bursa and cause the inflammation, and yeah. that's where and that, I couldn't walk. And that fiery pain, because yeah. it was just. And that last thing you, you don't want is that thing to burst. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know, it does from as far as I'm aware, it doesn't repair itself. Yeah, it just continues. Just, yeah. You just end up with like love fluid in the joint or. Under the muscle yeah. Gosh, I wonder what you do when that happens. Yeah, and so she thought it was either the, the bursa or the clunial nerve, which was also a new sort yeah, of exactly. nerve I found out, which uh, comes across the glute. So from your lower yeah. back into the glute. So she thought it had been impinged. So when we started treating, she did uh, both 
let's say protocols for the glunial nerve and the bursa which is about the same because if it's the nerve it's just to make the glute relax and sort of stop pinching on the nerve and if it's the bursa it's number one is to yeah kill inflammation so a bit of anti-inflammatories and she gave me some small movements to do did dry needling which is when <laughs> she dry needled my glutes and they went into like super twitch activation mode and she was uh, impressed i guess <laughs> never seen that before no. she made a video <laughs> yeah so and just imagine all these bristles on his glutes so yeah the the pins were like really twitching and i don't know why i just find that very entertaining <laughs> but yeah reason was uh, muscle probably had gone into spasm which was but now yeah. the the reason was the big thing is it spasm because of the bursitis or uh, something to do with the clunial nerve which which means maybe something to do with my it band all the way to my uh, thoracic spine area so Nothing serious, but it's just more like what caused it is because it it was protecting something. It was being protective. Mm. That's why it went into spasm. So yeah. So yeah, I've been uh, treatment for two weeks now. Just started doing uh, like more mobility work and activation work. But the first few days, it was just kill inflammation, do slight movements, hip, T spine movements, and then. Yeah, now we've gone into now activation, increased more mobility work, and yeah, more activation, more mobility. So pretty much nothing loading, no loading yet until she gives me the go-ahead next week. So I've been missing my walks, which was starting to get to me mentally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, training, I knew I'd get back to training. Like I've had worse injuries, so it didn't really get to me much but yeah i kind of realized i miss my walks you know the just being able to move around like it's really sanity time for me it's very like i guess you don't realize these things when you can do them but after i'm like it's an injury i'll get better but man not being able to go for a walk or i guess even lifting weights but i realized yeah just just playing with the dog running around Like it, yeah, it things you normally me. take for granted. It's yeah. yeah, things that are important for standard of life for any level. Yeah, because yeah. I yeah because I I could sit you know when they go for walks I'd make mm-hmm. myself feel better with a I'd play a small game maybe just to not think about it but that's how it starts so I know how that starts. The best walk game is an hour later. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but but for me I'd play and then they'd go for the walk and come back and then you know I'd realize crap. I missed another walk, so the game didn't even help. It's because I enjoy it. It's nice to you know play the video game, go for the walk, train. It's it's more like a hobby rather than something to be like oh, I'm down. Uh, let me yeah. Yeah. So it, it was nice. It's something new I discovered about myself, which is good. So yeah, I'd never heard of any of that, and it just <laughs> yeah. it just shows again that you know these kinds of things they are minor setbacks in the grand yeah. scheme yeah. of things, and just worth taking the time off now and making sure it doesn't come back. Cause like you say, yeah, what if yeah. the bursa burst? I know then it's then what? Long... Then then it might be a year or yeah, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I think we have to drain it. Yeah, I only know surgery, that on the elbow probably. because we yeah. thought I had a problem. Yeah. Before, like years ago, I was telling Leon this. Yeah, you were. I, 
fell whilst working in the place and um, I thought I broke my elbow. Mm. And I went out of the x-ray. But what had happened was I had inflamed the bursa. Yeah. The like in my elbow. Which was like if you say, then if you had burst that, mm. you end up with this massive lumpy thing on your arm. Yeah, because yeah, it's fluid just... Uh... Fluid just builds up, builds up, and you have to Plasma, syringe yeah, it, keep it down. But apparently, I don't think it necessarily repairs. I don't think you can re burst goes back. Uh, yeah. Just yeah, like, yeah, you just have to manage it. Like, eventually, I think it starts producing fluid, mm. and, you know... I'm not 100% sure about that. Yeah. 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 So, I know, like, in the elbow, having an inflamed person was, like, agony. Like, to the point where I thought I'd broken my arm. Yeah, because I so, can imagine you're in the police, so, I mean, you need your arms pretty But what much. did you do? Yeah. What did you do to cause it? Was it over time? No, I, I had bone spurs on my elbows. Oh, oh yes, yes. Like, yeah. inflammation. I think yeah. that's what caused the aggravation and, uh, so like, you know, friction with a tricep and, yeah. everything else yeah just inflamed it but when, and when i landed on it i saw oh yeah jeez. right just and, yeah just mm. like, right? yeah and personally to be honest i you know i go through anatomy charts and i enjoy but i'd never looked at a bursa i'd never like this was really the first time i was like oh what 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 the hell is a bursa <laughs> yeah so it i guess learned something new i took it positively i didn't because I didn't want to think about it because I guess when you're on the therapy table and she's like, it could be this and it could be that. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, crap, can I squat? Can I squat? Can I squat? <laughs> That's well, it's, it's, it's surprising. It's, it's the, I'm, yeah, I'm still blown away that there's a burst uh, just under two pieces of muscle. Yeah. Those probably were joint related. But what how many more we've got in that body? Yeah, I know. You know just sitting yeah. around, you know, just ready to do what we need to do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating and again also, it just highlights you know if you have any niggles they are worth checking out before oh they yeah. become serious and you will not lose your gains Leon's not become skinny no, that's, still, it's weird that's the least of my concerns weird yeah. enough it was more the mental like ah, like I'd come mm. out Zuli wants to play or they're going for but a walk I suppose that's because you've got a good mindset but you know once you're back to finish, you can get it back. Really quickly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. where I was like, at least, at least I have that. Yeah. Like I was yeah, uh, happier. Yeah, it was more the the mental, you know, because it's weird. It's the one injury. It's like, you know, most injuries like don't stop what you're doing. Just do it this way. This one was don't stop. move. <laughs> yeah, let it. Yeah, like, inflammation. This. It's a down. bit like back injuries. You know, I'm not to touch wood. I've never. Yeah. but I know a lot of guys, a lot of people I know, you've had some serious like disc issues, and yeah, you know, and it just it ruins your quality of life. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you struggle to get out of bed and walk to the kitchen, or you know, walk around your house do like the normal chores. Yeah. You're getting dressed hurts, you know. And these are sort of you know, I've had like struggled getting trousers and shorts on before because where if my uh, what's it uh psoas muscles tight oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I had psoas yeah. muscle issues I struggled to lift my like first thing in the morning I struggled oh, to lift yeah. my leg up mm. to get the shorts off that <laughs> yeah. the but you know after I've walked around a little bit it loosens up now mm. actually I'm doing you know it's not so much of an issue at the moment we'll see you know touch words but you know I, I yeah it's these little things that are some of the hardest ones to deal with because they do impact on your uh quality and lifestyle life. Yeah, I remember like both my knee injuries. Yeah. 
didn't massively affect my standard mm. life because I could still hobble around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I could still move. And I, I would hobble to the gym, you know, I'd think I'd just go to the gym, train up a body from a seated position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but when you can't even walk around without, like, there being pain, pain yeah. I get a lot of knee pain, and it, it drives me mad when I'm, like, you know, go to walk with dogs. It's like, yeah. yeah. With dogs, I was like, oh, my knee's just too sore today. It's just too inflamed. Yeah. Like, because it was impacting my walking with the dogs. Normally, walking is not a huge issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and that was just sad. That was annoying. Let alone if, you know, just trying to walk around the house. Right? Yeah, no, it's, it's, and that's where when we had, uh, if anyone remembers, Jess, uh, um, she is a therapist, you know, and she, she deals with, um, you know, sort of injuries and like how you get over them, get through them mentally, because it really does get you down. Mm -hmm. And I mean, at some point, Neon was pretty down. And uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you're generally being positive about it, but, you know, no one is going to. Know, go through it without having like some really down spells and especially if it's going to be something long term you know again it's always worth you know working through it with some Did you see Ryan Crowley yeah sorry the young Ryan Crowley the young British oh, yeah. amateur yeah. bodybuilder ripped his pec training with Larry Wills yeah. he ripped his pec like, straight off the bone whole video yeah he ripped it in two places actually because he ripped the muscle to the tendon and the tendon off the bone like so mm -hmm. um because, and like listening to him talk about his struggle around, um, you know, mental side, yeah. is, you know, it just, you know, it shows you he's a young guy and he's put his whole life into essentially bodybuilding. Yeah. He's at, you know, he was in the States, he's in Dubai, he's sponsored by Jay Cutler Nutrition, but, you know, it's a little things and like he retore it trying to get a vest on the other day. Oh, jeez. Um, <gasps> And, you know, it wasn't a major tear, like, it didn't, you know, but it was a tear, so it set him back to the start of recovery again. Yeah, yeah. That can... And, you know, that's, that's hard to deal with when he's, his whole focus on life is to become a pro bodybuilder. And I think that's the important thing, is to actually prioritise your life a little bit more, you know, about what... Internet. Internet. We'll wait, we'll, we'll wait. We're back. There we go. You're back. You were saying prioritize. <laughs> yeah, so like life priorities because yeah. a peck injury means you can still live your life. Yeah. You know, you're in a sling. It's a bit annoying. Hard to get dressed, but you can walk around, see friends, yeah. family, yeah. everything else. Um, I think you know back injuries and stuff are a little bit harder because you, you struggle to move around more. Like you know, Leon's mm -hmm. and see how get some fresh air, go walk the dogs. So it would upset me. But the reality is this, you know, there's more to life than competitive goals. Mm -hmm. And as long as you can still, you know, go out, see friends and family, you know, and have, you know, a way of life, you know, I, th I think, you know, it's trying to get your head around that. Yeah, that's the, that's now the, the hard part, I guess, for depending on uh, the person anyway. It's just yeah. realizing, okay, you know, um, I'll, I'll be fine or I can still do that. I can still work or whatever. Well, it's, I think, well, very important to, to focus on what you can do, mm -hmm. what you have got, not what you can't do. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, because that's where our brain goes first. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> like there is always a way to train around it. Usually, like when Leon gets the green light, oh, yeah. he oh. can do upper body. He's got lower body mobility, like Andy with your knees. You yeah. can still do upper body yeah. if you do have back pain. There's always a way to train around it. Yeah. Um, and again, that's you know, as with everything, it's always worth working with a professional so, to help. Yeah, you. it's like. In 2003, I was told I should never play rugby or any other contact sport again. Oh, jeez. No rugby, no boxing. I came from my legs up best I could. And, yeah, yeah, it causes me some problems now, but, you know, I'm okay with, you know, the odd bit of pain in my knee because, you know, it meant I lived the life I had. You know, I ripped the tendon off my bicep, you know, one of the heads off my bicep. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, it's like... It, didn't, it doesn't stop you if you don't let it, you know, mm. it's like, but, you know, it's like, at least because there's only one head, then yeah. you know, it lasts a have you changed your nutrition since you're not training? No. Well, I know this answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, weirdly enough, no, it's just Lots more... of croissants. <laughs> no, that was... Uh, Very soothing to bursitis. That was uh, the birthday time. I, I enjoyed yeah. my... Pastry uh, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> the cinnamon rolls, Andy, you have to have oh, yeah, them. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah. my they, God. Nairobi today. They are really... You've got like, to do it. If anyone is in Nairobi who listens to the podcast, go to Cultiva and get their cinnamon rolls. And it's... it's you will uh, not regret it. It's one of those, don't buy too many. Just buy enough. No, but they're the perfect <laughs> they're size. Amazing. They're just, they're like, if they're 10... There's no such thing as too many. No, if they're 10... <laughs> you if, you know? No, if they're 10 of them, you'll finish 10. So unless yeah, you're ready to... Yeah, what's, what's so you that? say that's too many. I say that's like, sounds like a perfect amount. Yeah, they're, 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 too, they're too good. I had two and uh, Cleo's mom was like, have one more. And I'm like, no. I have self-control. They're, they're too... Like, yeah. I love the cronuts. They're, they're like mine. But I think the... Cinnamon rolls they're, they're, are just they're up there with uh, perfection. <laughs> really but apart good. from that, you've been yeah, I've been on my rest day macros, just uh, like a meal less. Where I've uh, I I, I uh, put back my chocolate because uh, when when I was cutting, there was chocolate. Yeah, like because yeah. I it was like what's the one food you really enjoy that? Yeah, and I for me it's chocolate. So. Uh, coach kept the chocolate in so now with my rest day same macros I measure out the same same uh, start my day with my high protein shake and then uh, in between I'll throw in maybe chocolate like uh, past two days I've had a small bowl of crisps but my meals are the same so I'm on my rest day macros just not as strict as before more like I like the sort of 80 20 90 10 rule where my meals are in, but... 80, 20, I... 90, 10, that's a new one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a, like... I, co- 80, I call it the 80, 20 mindset, but, yeah. 80, but 20, 10. <laughs> you can either yeah. do 90, 10 or 80, 20, depending on how strict you want to be. But uh, I do... I, I've 
brought back my chocolate and yeah, bit of crisps, but everything is the same. Chicken, rice, uh, brought back oats because there were no oats before in my previous plan. So yeah, it's, uh, there was pasta, rice, uh, and cereal. So I play around with cereal and oats and yeah, not, nothing's really changed. Well, I think it's important when you're injured to, well, yeah, you've got no. like, I think again, having that high protein will help with recovery because yeah. that's protein's yeah. role in your body. So keeping that high, I really do believe helps. Yeah. And I mean, I know like even when I take rest days, you know, your appetite actually goes so yeah it's been hard it's and been again hard. if you're not in the best mental place a lot of it could go both ways for people who yeah. some might comfort eat but others just you know have no appetite and uh, i guess if you don't have appetite it's quite important yeah. to make yourself eat like to, mine to help recovery there was, there was a day or two where i was really down and i think i had two meals and yeah i was done for the day i had my shake I totally forgot to eat. I think I was just overthinking. I was doing work and it's like it's meal time and I'm like, eh. then I'd have a banana. Uh, day would go, then I'd have a uh, like a bar of chocolate. And yeah, evening is there. I have my second meal. So the next day is when I was like, you know what this, yeah, let me snap out of it. But yeah, it's, it's one of those I... On the low I'm, days, the, I'm the opposite. I'm yeah. a comfy. Like you know, if I'm stressed, I want to eat everything. Yeah. Oh, mine is. So opposite. you know, I I am a, a special eater, but you know that's why I, I keep meals in. And I suppose for you, you know, if you can keep your meals in, yeah. as soon as you get back to training, you know, you wouldn't have lost much. No. It's like missing meals is what I make you know see a bit of deflation in the body, but. Yeah. You know, the extra any increase in body fat would probably go again quite over the yeah. next few weeks as you increase activity levels. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been I've been doing manual caliper tests and he's doing good. He's doing good. He's a dog scratching. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. been good. Or he's body fat because we have taken from stupid areas. Yeah. No, I've been, yeah. been able to maintain my weight nicely. Uh, yeah. I don't do anything under four meals. You know, even if it's because, yeah, for me, it's it's different. If I don't train or I'm feeling down, my appetite just goes. It's, uh, yeah. So I have been doing It's It's been good. I've been uh, just keeping the mindset that, yeah, I'm getting better. It's, uh, it, I'll, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go back to training. So I mean, no rush as long as I can get better so that when I start training, I'm in a good place. So. Well, I know yeah. we, we harp on about it a lot, and we were always discussing it. It's like, <laughs> we should just have a t-shirt that says, Master the Basics. Oh, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> when you get these, like, good routines, good habits, like getting your meals in, things like that, when you do have setbacks, like injuries, you know, not everything gets thrown out the window. You know, you you can get your meals in. Mm. You have a good mindset. And yeah. it that's why spending time just, yeah, Getting all those big rocks in place helps you in so many aspects of your life. Yeah. Um, big time. Yeah, you make them a habit. You make them a habit and they become easy. Yeah, I'll just... They do. They become easy and it, it's nice to have some semblance of control when so much is out of control, like with injuries. Yeah. You know, controlling yeah. your nutrition and knowing that you are helping your body as best you can. It's, yeah, it just adds a nice element of control, which helps with, you know, keeping a positive mindset. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll text the, the lady who does the who printed our revamp uh, hoodies. <laughs> oh, what like, for Master the Basics yeah, t-shirt? Time. Yeah, consistency. <laughs> the Master the Basics. Oh, can never <laughs> go amazing. on about that enough. I'll it's just. It to her today. Well, that's the thing. People like want to skip the <laughs> foundations. Yeah, and when you build with poor foundations, something always falls down. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. Uh... It does, and I, I don't know. It's just, you know, even the smartest people will want to skip ahead. You know, and you just have to be like, let's just take it back. Um, and she was just impatient. I think as a species, we're a very impatient species. You know, we we want everything done immediately. We want to be, you know, cover, cover, model lean. For the Instagram straight away. (laughs) In fact, actually, how long did it take you to get out of shape? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever the night was it, it takes it takes you know months, years to get out of shape. So you know it takes time to get back into shape. So yeah, and like yeah, I'm... that's usually the hardest part for people when they're like, yeah, how how long have you been doing it, or how how long will it take for me to? And it's like you can't. I don't know. Like I can't tell you how long it will take. Just you know, just start and we'll see. Yeah, where... and it's it's good to be. I mean. Again, like, I didn't get to where I wanted to be in terms of leanness. But, you know, there's plenty of time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm very patient. And, you know, it's so worth, again, being at that maintenance um, and getting back into a good space, both mentally mentally, mentally and physically. (laughs) You know, and then you can go into fat loss because it's it's phases like that. It's not like just diet as hard as you can for one year. It's like. No, that uh, will not work. Diet, you know, you need to empty. come out of diets, come into maintenance. Um, and, I mean, I, I am just loving maintenance, you know. Yeah, so how's, how's maintenance going? Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm back to my uh, pre... Well, what I was bulking on last year, but uh, yeah. have only put on about a kilo. So it's, 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 it's gone base, really, really yeah. well. And uh, I yeah. think... Um, I well, I started taking creatine again, and I forgot how amazing it is. Like, I notice immediately the the difference in strength, uh, and I think that's the most exciting thing for me right now is just seeing all my lifts going up every single week. Oh yeah, yeah, and with the carbex. Oh my of, goodness, Carbex is my favorite a lot thing of women ever. It, has, it is game changing. Like there's some supplements you take, you're like, I don't notice anything. Maybe they're doing good, you know, like omega-3 or... <laughs> yeah, maybe they are. But Carbex <laughs> and creatine, wow, they, they have revolutionized my training. Uh, just... With creatine, I, I take a little bit during training. Like, so I have my pre-training carbs and pre-training drink. Uh, and then I have an intro, which is carbs, uh, EAAs, and creatine. Then I have a post-training drink, which is EAAs and creatine. Because studies show post-training, you get the most out of creatine. Yeah. But yeah. I want to have a little bit intro as well. But yeah, yeah. so, you know, so I'm probably on what, between, somewhere between 5 and 10 grams of uh, creatine a day. But I think that's good for the brain health. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. I find that research on 
creatine and yeah. cognition there's a great um podcast i don't know if you guys listen to martin mcdonald nutrition yes yeah, so, you yes. know he was born in kenya did you know that oh, nice. he was well, oh. not born here but he lived here oh. yeah oh. i know I, I felt like i should just tell him but yeah, like, like, yeah. maybe well, shall we just get him on the podcast because yeah. he owes <laughs> he owes us well, he owes kenya him and uh <gasps> That is so exciting. Yes. Anyway, he's he's doing a whole series on creatine. Highly recommend going to listen to it because they've done a lot of research in athletes who get concussion and they're doing stuff into children. And it's like a no-brainer to take creatine. Like, I'm going to get my mum to take creatine. Yeah. For the well, especially as you get older. Yeah. So, like, for degenerative diseases, the studies are so good about showing neurological... Uh, protection mm. like so i have the mental alzheimer's thing in my family and it's quite quite prevalent um so yeah i take i'm, I'm all about the creating life it's um, oh, yeah. because people under eat protein and under eat fish and meats they have a very lower creating level and this is like a lot of you know a lot of vegetarians mm-hmm. there's a lot of vegetarians in kenya especially in the you know indian community who aren't getting enough creatine will, you know, will struggle a little bit later in life with brain function, you know, neurological pathways and such like, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, they, they did, I think there were studies with vegetarians and how the, the results were even more dramatic with them than meat eaters. Yeah. And now I, I can honestly fully say I've noticed the strength gains um, and it's just, yeah, a no-brainer supplement to take. It's not going to break your bank. Um, and it's so well studied. It's exactly, not dangerous. Yeah. It's not dangerous. Yeah, follow, the, follow the recommended guidelines. Yeah, yes, <laughs> they, they can be a little bit more attention. That's that, that'll yeah. be the hard part. Getting exactly. guys to actually take it because i mean it's the most researched supplement but people still well just... women women think it's a male supplement and so men... you know when i did that reel about the creatine so many women were like yes yeah. you know i so scared of creatine it's a man supplement and, and men... you will get huge and men a lot of men think it's steroids <laughs> so, so it's like it's women are walking around the world right? yeah it's... and what we gotta say is like you know there's so much misinformation Fact is, it's a very well studied. Um, it is amazing. It is a um, you know very important supplement. There's one that is being underconsumed mm-hmm. by the vast majority of people. So yeah, as it says, it's a no brainer, literally for your brain. So <laughs> I say it's for all yeah. my new clients. Look, if you're gonna do any get any supplement, get creatine because not even for training. Yeah, it doesn't just have to life. be. Yeah, just for life. Just for life. Yeah. Forget the BCAAs. Go no. for creatine. It's cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Much more dump effective. All the crap. Yeah. You know, dump all these you know, extra things, the electrolyte drinks or whatever it may be, and focus yeah. on getting proper important things. I did that, I did that um, post on what's the important supplements. Mm-hmm. Yep. Creatine, omega oils, mm-hmm. vitamin D pretty much saw it yeah i've actually considered taking vitamin d again because i mean yes we live in a sunny place but we're inside most of the day even more so if you are dark skinned Um, yeah the darker skin is the more vitamin d free you need and a lot of people don't realize they're under consuming just 
due to melanin in a skin type. And studies have shown if you play Call of Duty for more than two hours a day inside, you will have loads. I'm going to. I'm joking, but. Text yeah. like Anna, like, yeah, we oh, it's true. You need to start I taking deep. vitamin D. I don't think yeah. yeah, no, I think I'm going to start taking it because I. Leon's like the other day, you're so white. I'm like, I am white. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's true. I only no, get, want, go what? out in the sun. And yeah. I wear long sleeved anyway because yeah, I don't want to get some. Looking extra white, and I was like, whoa. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> and I think it is important because people spend more time inside working yeah. office jobs. Yeah. With lockdown, people are outside, the, you know, yeah. we're outside a lot less. The other thing I, I tell people, especially mm-hmm. if you are an expat living in Kenya, you, you get your vitamin D from the sun, you lay out. But when you go back to UK, you don't take a supplement or wherever it may be in Northern Hemisphere. Okay, so you go back, say, for Christmas, and you're there for a long period of time. You use up all your stores. Yeah. <laughs> but when yeah. you get back to Kenya, you often fall ill from all the traveling because you actually, your immunity drops because you've got low levels of D, vitamin D now in your body because you've used it all up just, mm. you know, surviving the winter somewhere. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, you need to make sure you keep an even level throughout the year. Yeah. The easiest way to, to check that is to have a supplement. Yeah, just take it. I mean, again, leave, leave the, the spirulina and the superfoods yeah, that, yeah. you know, there are not really any studies yeah, on. Stop yeah. wasting money on probiotics. Exactly. Stop wasting yeah. money on some sort of weird gut tea or whatever it is. Detox just do the important stuff. But like mm-hmm. a good quality omega-3. They are expensive. Yeah. But if you're not cool. consuming fatty fish, uh, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't here, Go for a good quality omega-3. Yeah, Go for your vitamin D. And again, that's not too expensive, I don't think. And creatine. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and creatine, like, boom. And if you're a woman, you can, you know, eat a zinc is a good one. And magnesium is also a good well, one. Well, that's the thing. Like, oh, yeah. So what I suggest to people is maybe get a multivitamin and multimineral. You can get that in one go. Just have that, just because, you know, it's quite useful. Mm. Um, omega acryl oil if you can if you're not a vegetarian the acryl oil is probably the best source of omega 3 um, a vitamin D and then the only other thing I suggest to people is especially to, to women is whey protein only because people are vast under eaters of protein and if you don't have a good appetite whey protein is going to become your friend to supplement maybe with a smoothie or a drink instead of you know rather than missing a, you know missing a meal because you're not hungry yeah we yeah. reach to the way so it's probably in that order i would say probably omega-3 being the most important mm-hmm. vitamin d protein in that sort of order i've been a multivitamin which you could get from food but if you're already under eating probably not but then then, then way as the last one but you know don't waste your money on you don't yeah. need BCAAs. You don't even really say EAAs I get, but I don't necessarily need them. I just like to have them. You know? Yeah, that's but, when you've mastered the basics and you want to go yeah, just exactly. next I, level. You know, the vast yeah. majority of people don't need intracards, don't need EAAs. No. <laughs> They're not training hard enough anyway. So keep to what, you know, are the most important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always say also, if you reduce the fat in your actual food and do you know what I do is I have very lean meats and fish or whatever and then add fat back in via olive oil mm. after don't cook with it yeah 
I had it back in whilst I was cooked in my bowl. I just get a tablespoon, measured, a measured little cut thing. Yeah. Yeah, 10 grams or whatever, you know, pour that on the top. Job done, every meal. Then you get those omegas back without changing, altering their state through cooking. You know exactly you're getting that oil back in. Yeah, no, I think that's great tips. Mm -hmm. Wow, we've already been talking for an hour. Um, (laughs) I think that's a good place to end our first uh, episode of season five. And we will be back next week and hopefully we'll have some interesting speakers in this season. And like we always say, please, if you have any topics you want us to discuss, if you enjoyed the case studies, we can do more of those. If there are any guests you would particularly like us to get, Andy can try, (laughs) slide into their DMs. Um, But yes, your feedback is always most appreciated. And actually a goal of mine, it's, you know, we, I need to practice what we preach. I want to go and leave good reviews on the podcasts that I like because I don't do that and we're telling you to do that and I don't do that and I think it's the nicest thing to do because I the podcasts I listen to I love and it's it's a thing of mine now even posts I like on Instagram people I like tell them it means so much it really really does like you know when someone takes the time out of their day to say something constructive or nice to you it's just like wow thank you, thank you. so that is my also you know what i'm really bad at doing if i stay in the airbnb writing reviews going on holiday <laughs> writing review i'm terrible for that i'll have the best time and then just never yeah, leave like say. <laughs> and you know it doesn't yeah. cost me anything to say oh yeah no i had a great stay here really like these people whatever because you know it doesn't you know we should be supporting yeah. things we believe in yeah. yeah. Same post we believe in sharing them, yeah. wherever it may be. Yeah. And I mean, not only does that help your engagement, but it's just such a nice thing to do because I love it when people take the time to comment. And so I'm going to make the effort to do that. And I'm going to do that on my favorite podcasts. So I hope y'all do too. All right. See you next well, week. Well, uh, yes, I'm afraid Leon has been looking very dark in this uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. episode for those who are watching. Uh, I don't know the light. I'm going to go and get it. Go buy it. I'm going to double dose it. I'm going to rub it on his face. going to make sure that he. Be like, I stayed in the house and got darker. I thought people would get light. It's like, what happened? But yeah, it's just bad light. But what to do? Right, well, thanks to everyone for listening, and we will be with you next week with my mom. Oh, nice. my mom is coming on the podcast. I don't know what to call her because both my brother and I, sorry, this is just tangent. When we were young, we stopped calling our mom and dad, mom and dad, when we were quite young. We have nicknames for them, so it'll be very hard on the podcast. I'll be like, to call my mum mum or Moira, it just it's it's weird. But just yeah. call her call her by a nickname. I'll, I'll call her mum. You you. <laughs> my mum's nickname. It's is, an interesting it's, one. You, you 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 have to wait for it. <laughs> my mum's nickname is Boozy. Yeah. Uh, uh, my dad's nickname uh, is Grub. I mean, oh. so uh, anyway. Like, they also call her Dobby. You know what? Dobby sounds familiar. I went for a spell of calling me by my name, and I hated it. <laughs> and uh, it makes me think of like my dad would wouldn't have tolerated. Oh yeah, it is. Giving him a nickname or anything, but like, who are you talking to? <laughs> if <laughs> I, like, if I ever, I've never called my dad with a, by his uh, 
First, that's, second, or third name. Never. Not even Mr. Weche. No, <laughs> yeah. it's really weird. I still now, like, when my parents are called, but like my mum, someone says her name. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, who are you? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll navigate that when we get to it next week. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. See you guys next week. Bye.